Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Weather we saw this month apparently broke records. Where it's colder, D.C.'s Cherry Blossom bus is promoting springtime in Washington. I'm Dick Iuliano. Hemp products could face more scrutiny in Virginia. I'm Neil Logenstein. Could get up to around 50 today. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Tens of thousands of customers in the Midwest are waking up to darkness after a string of tornadoes knocked out power. Correspondent Omar Villafranca is in Norman, Oklahoma. Powerful tornadoes ripped across Oklahoma overnight, tearing roofs off homes and flipping over trucks. All of a sudden, like, like a bomb hit outside or something, the whole house kind of shifted. At least eight tornadoes touched down in the state, the highest ever recorded in the month of February. It was done, like three seconds flat. Chelsea Riley said the wind shattered the window right next to her 10-year-old daughter's bed. She threw her blanket over her head and she waited for me to come get her. Many are still without power in L.A. after Friday's winter storm there. Northeast in for sleet and snow tonight. The EPA is resuming shipments of toxic waste away from the site of the chemical derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Regional Administrator Deborah Shore. We know it's far better to have it safely stored in a properly constructed and monitored disposal facility than to have it remain here any longer than necessary. A planned SpaceX mission to the International Space Station was scrubbed at the last minute this morning. SpaceX says flight controllers saw a problem with the ground control system that lights the Falcon 9 rocket engines. With less than two and a half minutes left in the countdown, they stopped the clock. You are go to step into 5 decimal 100 launch scrub. 5 decimal 100 launch scrub. This is the first last minute scrub for SpaceX since it started flying station crews. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. Analysts are shifting their views on when the economy might hit the skids. CBS's Vicki Barker. Although a majority of the economists surveyed by the National Association of Business Economics still believe the U.S. will fall into recession this year, only about a third think it will hit this quarter. And the growing consensus is that any downturn will be relatively mild, with the job market remaining pretty robust. A movie about a family living in a parallel universe swept last night's Saturday. Awards. And the actor goes to everything, everywhere, all at once. Film star Michelle Yao made history as the first Asian woman to win Best Actress. We want to be seen, we want to be heard, and tonight you have shown us that it is possible. Who says you don't need AM anymore? Wall Street Journal reports a group of former federal emergency management officials is urging the Transportation Department to require many new electric vehicles have AM radios, which can provide urgent information to listeners during and after disasters and emergencies. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. It's 43 degrees, going up to near 50 today, 8.03 on your Monday, February 27th. Dry before noon, rain later today. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local stories this hour about what is being done to keep your kids safe when they're in school. 
In Prince William County, the school system is considering adding weapons detectors that use artificial intelligence software into the middle and high schools. And parents this morning are reacting. I can't base this off of when I went to middle school. Middle school was far different than what, you know, the schools are dealing with now. That's parent Alexis Hackett, who says she and her husband disagree about whether the weapons detectors at school entrances are necessary. The school system is considering a multi-million dollar investment in the tech and is hosting community sessions to seek feedback. Evolve Technology founder Anil Chitkara says they're already in over 200 schools and can detect weapons, but not alcohol. It reduces anxiety among teachers, administrators, students, parents, and the community that there might be an event inside the school. Schools in Alexandria are also considering using similar technology. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Over in Maryland, leaders in Montgomery County are taking action after a series of disturbing incidents in school bathrooms. School officials are implementing a three-step plan, immediate, short-term, and long-term, to address a number of issues, including drug use, bullying, and anti-Semitic graffiti on the walls. Some parents say their kids are concerned to the point where they refuse to use school bathrooms and wait instead till they get home. Northwood High recently held a fentanyl family forum, raising awareness of the deadly consequences of fentanyl use. School staff are monitoring restrooms more often throughout the school day, between class and during lunch. Security signage is also part of the long-term plan. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. It's 8.05. This winter, February, felt a little more like March. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Merrill says D.C.'s oddly warm weather will go down in the record books. It probably comes as no surprise that February was very warm across the region, more like March. The average temperature, 46.7 degrees, just behind 2017 and just ahead of 1990 when the average temperature was 45.9 degrees. So a very warm January, the second warmest on record in the nation's capital. The temperature range in February was rather extreme, low reaching into the teens on the 4th and then record highs of 81 degrees. Please bring that back from last week. And predictable (laughs) weather may continue into the next month. Chad predicts March will begin with warmer than average temperatures and finish with colder averages closer to April. We'll keep you updated on the latest in our ever-changing weather forecast on the 8th. What, you didn't like that snow over the weekend? Well, it was a little bit, wasn't it? I loved it. Yeah, I noticed from your pictures on social media, you were happy. (laughs) I was loving it. I was was under it. I was in it. Well, how is the district getting the word out about the Cherry Blossom Festival this year? It's doing it with a bus tour. The Cherry Blossom bus and its team of promoters spent Sunday in snowy Boston before the stop in New York City. The bus is fantastic. It is a pink bus, and on the back of the bus is one of my favorite details, which says, follow us to spring. Deputy Mayor for Planning and Economic Development John Felcicchio was on the bus with D.C. tourist officials and representatives of the National Cherry Blossom Festival, telling New Yorkers today about D.C.'s free museums and other things to see. And then on Tuesday morning, we'll head to Philadelphia before going to Baltimore that evening. On Wednesday, the bus will be in Washington, where there'll be an announcement about the predicted bloom dates for the city's historic cherry trees. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. What we do know for sure is the National Cherry Blossom Festival will start on March 20th. Virginia is one step closer to toughening regulations on products that contain hemp, specifically the part that can get you high. The bill heading to Governor Glenn Youngkin would require businesses that make hemp products or food have a permit from the state, and each product could only contain 2 milligrams of THC. 
The goal is to crack down on unregulated edibles you'd see at gas stations or convenience stores, but Virginia's cannabis industry says the 2 milligrams limit is far below the standard 5 milligrams and that Virginia hemp businesses would have to close or move to another state. Even though Virginia was the first southern state to make it okay to have small amounts of weed, retail marijuana sales would remain illegal. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll check what was big at the box office over the weekend. It's 8.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to the WTOP Traffic Center. Here's Jack Taylor. Oh, that delay Michelle's building again. George Washington Parkway headed southbound down before the Memorial Bridge. We'd heard of a truck that was a little too tall. It had been stopped in the far right lane. We still have that slowdown. 395, spotty delays as you come north through the Springfield Interchange. Then again, you're going to have some slowing Duke toward King Street and to cross the 14th Street Bridge. Expect delays coming out of the Springfield Interchange on the Interloop around the Robinson Terminal going up into Annandale, then a little heavier at the toll road. On the toll road itself, eastbound near Route 7, we'd had reports of a crash. Look for delays on 95, headed northbound after the Prince William Parkway reports of a wreck along the left side. Then we'd had activity outside of Lorton that was beyond exit 163. That last scene was over on the right shoulder. You're going to find we had some slowing on 66 East in Manassas, then again in Centerville and passing 50 Fairfax. There was a little bit of a slowdown on the Beltway in Maryland, topside out of loop after New Hampshire to Georgia. Inner loop, though, was heavier, 355 to Connecticut Avenue. There had been major delays on the inner loop riding into and through College Park. There was actually activity was on the outer loop after the Greenbelt Metro Station had been along the right side. Super slow traffic all the way back toward uh, right around the interchanges at Central Avenue. Inner loop south of town, you've got delays approaching 210 as you head down toward the Wilson Bridge. There had been reports of a wreck on the Baltimore Washington Parkway north up near 197. You'll find I-97 north up near Benfield Boulevard. That's reports of a medical emergency. And we'd had an earlier crash that affected Branch Avenue down near Suitland Parkway. Earlier, we'd had the left side blocked in both directions with the wreck. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Now to the forecast and storm team Forrest Chad Merrill. Lots of cloud cover building across the DMV today. Expect rain for the evening commute. Temperatures near 50 degrees. We drop into the 40s tonight after the rain ends. Periods of fog. So that means some limited visibility for the Tuesday morning commute. It will be breezy and warm with low 60s on Tuesday, near 60 on Wednesday. Warm in the low 70s on Thursday before a cold rain moves in on Friday. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. 37 in Gaithersburg now. 43 in Arlington, 37 in Lanham. The forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Universal's horror comedy, Cocaine Bear, 
Blue passed box office projections, earning an impressive $23 million on its opening weekend. The blood-splattered animal adventure landed in second place on domestic charts behind Disney's Ant-Man and the Wasp, which all but collapsed in its second week. Ant-Man 3 managed to remain in first place given its huge $106 million opening, but the comic book installment is suffering from some negative word of mouth. You might like your hybrid work routine, but it appears to be hurting big city restaurants and bars. Many workers are back in the office Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and spending on food and drink. But CNBC says that's not enough for food joints and watering holes who are really missing those workers on Mondays and Fridays. The numbers? WFH Research recently released findings that show remote work is costing cities billions a year. That is WTOP's Brennan Hazelton. Well, still ahead on WTOP, why exercising in the afternoon could help you live a longer life. 812. Money News brought to you by VADMV. If somebody you know won't wear their seatbelt, start dinging like their life depends on it. Make sure they buckle up every trip, every time. A message from Virginia DMV. Do you hide or feel insecure about your smile? Are you tired of missing, broken, or painful teeth? Have you been putting off your dental treatment for way too long? Look no further. Nova Dental Anesthesia has the solution. Their team offers full mouth dental implants, also known as same day teeth, to give you a complete smile in just one day. A life changing, confident, and bright smile is at your fingertips. Trust the dental experts at Nova Dental Anesthesia to bring your best smile to life with full mouth dental implants. So why wait? Interest free financing is available. Find out if you're a candidate for same day teeth by visiting NovaDentalAnesthesia.com or calling at 571-83-RELAX. That's 571-83-RELAX. After the call, you will be at ease and on your way toward your perfect smile at Nova Dental Anesthesia. Call at 571-83-RELAX or online at NovaDentalAnesthesia.com. Hi, this is Dave Preston. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. Back in my day, there were fewer Girl Scout cookie flavors. Can you imagine a world without Samoas or Tagalongs? But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet with faster speeds rolling out every day, and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with extra low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their bedroom, another can play their favorite video game in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network. Only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through March 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity Internet during the limited time Xfinity 10G Network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to Internet service and devices. Actually speeds vary. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. It's back to work for Congress and lawmakers are sounding off about China's backing of Russia in its war with Ukraine. How parents are feeling about high-tech security systems that may be coming to some Virginia schools. And why this morning's International Space Station launch has been scrubbed. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. More news coming up in 60 seconds. From the to-do list to the action list, selling your home. This is Dave Johnson. How do you do that? It's been on your mind. Believe me, I've been there, the anxiety. Want to sell the home, but how do we start? You start 
at the start of the month, March 1st, Wednesday, March 1st, 6.30, connect with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. It's her free seller seminar. It's simple. You connect to JenniferYoungHomes.com, and that's how you reserve your spot. Go ahead. Get your questions answered. Start your home selling journey at JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. WTOP wants to help you get on top of your health in 2023. Whether it's the latest on heart health, innovations in cancer prevention, news about expanded medical care in our community, or the importance of oral health, WTOP has you covered with news and information from local health care experts. Get on Top of Your Health series is sponsored in part by Nova Dental Anesthesia and MedStar Health. To learn more, go to WTOP and search Top Health. This is WTOP News. It's 815 and I'm Michelle Bash. I'm Ann Kramer. Menopause is having a moment as more Generation X women are starting to experience symptoms. And many want their menopause journey to look different than previous generations. Of the nearly 50 menopause symptoms women experience during the change, 58-year-old Andrea Levy-Itkin says her nighttime hot flashes were the worst. It was hot and I would sweat profusely. I felt like if I opened my mouth, fire would come out. She's not alone. Right now, a large swath of women born between 1965 and 1980 are starting to go through menopause and they want more support and answers than their mothers did. It was not a subject that you talk about 10 years ago. It's a scary, lonely transition. So Gwen Harris teamed up with friend Tina McDermott to form a national support group called Minowave. It's grown to more than 118,000 women in the last few years. Number one, you're not alone. Number two, there is a solution. Number three, you can bloom just in a different way. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. If you want to live a longer life, consider the time of day that you choose to exercise. More than 92,000 healthy men and women in the UK wore an activity tracker with researchers dividing the volunteers according to when they moved around. The Washington Post reports that, no surprise, those who engaged in physical activity equivalent to at least a brisk walk lived longer than people who rarely worked out, no matter what time of day. But the researchers also found that people who were active in the midday, between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., were less likely to die from heart disease or other causes. The benefits of afternoon exercise for longevity were the most pronounced for men and the elderly. Sandy Kozell, WT Well, lawmakers in Virginia's General Assembly wrapped up their legislative session this past weekend by passing a bill that was aimed at reducing the use of solitary confinement in prisons. The bill requires the Department of Corrections to provide four hours a day out of a cell for people who are in isolation or solitary confinement and weekly evaluations in a person's file detailing why a less restrictive setting is not an option. It also requires the department to have a defined policy for transitioning out of isolation. The bill now goes to the governor for his consideration. It's 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks to the WTOP Traffic Center. Here's Jack Taylor. So overnight we had a trouble spot on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. There was a wreck in Laurel. It was affecting the north and southbound lanes midway between 197 and 198. All that activity got cleared from the roadway and our delays started to ease back. Now we're hearing northbound Parkway up near 197. Deja vu. We've got word of a new crash. Southbound, you've got some slowing back near 32. 95 really hasn't looked too bad. Most of the morning, we've been a little bit slow as you approach the Capitol Beltway. Had been slow to get onto the inner loop. Even that's eased back somewhat. Topside outer loop's going to slow just after 95 toward Georgia Avenue. The wreck on the outer loop of the Beltway after the Greenbelt Metro Station, if still there, hopefully off the roadway, because your delay that stretched back to Central Avenue actually gets better the closer you get to 50 and 450. Now, you will find riding 
into the district. Some slowing. DC 295 going southbound. We had also slow traffic. I-295 North coming up from Oxen Cove. There may be a work zone going off the freeway. 695 South to the outbound 11th after M Street. That's where we'd had that reported crash. The wreck on 13th and I in Northwest. That is now cleared. Travel lanes are once again open. Now, you will find 270 been heavy, leaving Urbana down to 109. Then not too bad in Germantown. A little heavier on the southbound spur as well. We've got delays in Virginia going east on the Dulles Toll Road near 7. Exit 16, you're going to find the crash along the left side of the roadway. Interloop delays come out of the Springfield Interchange up toward 236. 95 northbound, a little crowded in Lorton. There was a wreck after exit 163 over on the shoulder. Police are with our oversized truck south on the George Washington Parkway before the Memorial Bridge, trying to back it out of there, if you will, so they've got some temporary stoppages possible at scene. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Now over to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Merrill. And Chad, it looks like the rain's got to come in, but it's going to be a couple hours, right? Yeah, exactly. It'll be here around 6 o'clock this evening through the evening commute. A light to moderate rain. We should get a quarter of an inch, maybe a half of an inch of rain. It'll be a nice soaking for us. Temperatures will reach about 48, 49 degrees before the rain arrives and temperatures falling a couple of degrees later tonight into the low 40s. There will be some fog developing tonight, so keep that in mind for the morning commute on Tuesday. We will see the breeze kick in on Tuesday afternoon, but it's going to be a warm breeze. We're going to be in the low 60s on Tuesday, so a far cry from about 48, 49 degrees today. Wednesday's high close to 60. Thursday, the warmest day for a while, with temperatures in the low 70s, and then another storm system will bring rain in here on Friday. will be a little bit of a wintry mix along the Mason-Dixon line and along and west of the Blue Ridge Mountains, but across the DMV, the Capitol Beltway, it'll be all rain, just a chilly rain at that. It is 39 at uh, Dallas International, 36 at BWI Marshall, and the warm spot, Reagan National Airport, checking in at 43 degrees. Thank you, Chad. And the forecast is brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Well, still ahead on WTOP, the NTSB is out with a report about that deadly plane crash in Nevada last week. 821. Here's Kevin Kelly, chairman and CEO of Arcfield, on the efficiency of model-based systems engineering. Um, Today, we use model-based systems engineering, whereas in the past, we used to design things sequentially. We have to do things much faster now. We do concurrent engineering. Everybody builds their modules simultaneously. And we have digital models that we input all of that that data into to make sure that systems are going to interoperate with one another and we can still control those interfaces. So at Artfield, we invest in our our MBSE, or model-based systems engineering infrastructure. It's part of our ongoing R&D. We train our people in how to use that. And it, it is a really enabling function that didn't exist 20 or 30 years ago, but it's absolutely critical now to to hasten the pace of development. That's Kevin Kelly, chairman and CEO of Arcfield. For more of this conversation, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. When you hire your local CertiPro painters, you get the power of a cut above. Decades of expertise to transform your home from so-so to virtuoso. The power of neighborhood painters. We live where you live and probably like the same pizza place you do. Put the power of pro to work for you today. Get your project started at certapro.com. Each CertiPro painter's business is independently owned and operated. If you spend more time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal, maybe... 
you need to spend more time with us. The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are. There's a three-car crash on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, around the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. This is WTOP News. It's 823. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. What's the most essential item to bring on a trip? It's your identification. But what constitutes approved and accepted identification? Of course, it's your U.S. passport. That's the gold standard at TSA checkpoints and essential at foreign border crossings. You can also opt for a passport card if you're coming from Canada, Mexico, Bermuda, or some Caribbean countries. But here's where it gets tricky. A federal law is requiring something called Real ID, in addition to your driver's license. But the program keeps getting delayed. The new extended deadline for Real ID? 2025. For the time being, your driver's license will still work for domestic flights at the TSA. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. We have breaking news overnight. Every morning, Gail King, Tony Jacopel, and Nate Burleson bring you unbiased original reporting. We begin with a destructive weather system. Another day, another exclusive CBS report. CBS Mornings, weekday mornings on CBS. A medical transport plane that crashed into a mountainous area in northern Nevada, killing all five people on board, including a patient, apparently broke apart before hitting the ground. A team of investigators from the NTSB found parts of the airplane up to three quarters of a mile away from the crash scene. The brother of longtime Washington Capitals radio play-by-play announcer John Walton was one of the five people who died in that flight. The crash happened during a winter storm with snow and gusty winds. Visibility was less than two miles when the flight left Reno for Salt Lake City, Utah. The EPA says shipments of contaminated waste from that train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, will resume today to two sites in Ohio. More from WBNS-TV reporter Lindsay Mills. According to EPA Regional Administrator Deborah Shore, the agency has identified certified facilities to accept some of the contaminated waste. Shore says they have conducted 578 home re-entry screenings to date, and they continue air monitoring at 15 stations. She says air quality remains normal. On Friday, the EPA ordered Norfolk Southern to pause shipments to allow additional oversight after some liquid and solid waste had already been taken to sites in Michigan and Texas. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And good morning, Dave. Talking a little Wizards. Yes, the Wiz get blown out in Chicago, 102 to 82. Coach Wes Unsell Jr.'s team tormented by 16 turnovers that resulted in 25 points for the Bulls. Some of it was just mistiming, miscues. We have to do a better job of screening to free up guys, and that allowed them to kind of shoot the gap and, and be disruptive in that regard. But yeah, those turnovers are costly. Those are empty possessions for us. And, you know, leads obviously to some transition opportunities for them. Bradley Beal nets 18 points in defeat. Chris Dumps-Prazingis was out with a sore knee. Monte Morris out with a bad back. NHL Capitals lose for the seventh time in nine games since the All-Star break, getting blown out by fellow wildcard contender Buffalo 7-4. to Men's College Basketball, Maryland beats number 21 Northwestern 75-59, hitting 14 of 22 from three-point range. Georgetown falls to 
20th ranked Providence, 88-68, despite 26 points for Primo Spears. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports that former Virginia head coach Terry Holland dies at the age of 80. He guided the Cavaliers for 16 seasons, reaching the Final Four twice and helping deliver the school its first ACC title. Women's basketball, number 9 Virginia Tech, edges Georgia Tech 65-52. Hokies improved to 24-4. Uh, and four. Virginia falls to Miami 85-74. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Presto. And coming up after traffic and weather. How a security measure under consideration may help keep students and teachers safe. I'm Scott Gelman. It's 826. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's 